Hey, I'm Pastor Neil, and welcome to Season 3 of The Pastor's Table. Oh, this is going to be a great season. We started off with a bang today. We're going to be talking about what, why it's important to be in church and be planted in a body. So get your pen, get your paper, get some popcorn. It's going to be a great season. Hi there. Welcome to season three of the Pastor's Table. We're all so excited about it. Absolutely. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are believing that there's going to be some things unfold. Just like it says in Psalms 119 verse... He doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. Where it's great in the Amplified, he'll find it and it'll be good. But <laughs> we, what we want to talk about, uh, where the Word of God unfolds, and we just have fun, don't we? Absolutely. I, I think we need to have more fun as believers. Amen. I, I I said something recently. I'll get to the topic in a minute, and I said, you know, where fellowships concerned, we haven't learned how to fellowship with one another. Yeah. And if you've come out of the world and you're just recently saved. Uh, we don't know how to be Christians with each other, so we kind of have this balance. But we're, we're encouraging you to be yourself, have fun, and have fun in God, and have fun with each other. So as we go forward, I'm going to start off this season with Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. In whom, that's in Jesus, mm -hmm. we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Now, if you're a new believer... This can seem like a big, long, every word can feel like a whole big world of, of, of understanding that you want to attain to today. Mm -hmm. But you've got time to understand this. Yeah. And the most important part is that we come in him. And as we go along, I can say it's taken a long time for me to kind of sink in with that. Mm. When I live my daily life, he is in me. Mm. And just being at peace with that. And that the things that I did in the former days before I knew Jesus have been all paid for. Mm -hmm. And coming to that will change your future. Mm -hmm. Coming to that will help you walk in the purposes he's called you, what he planted in you when you were just thinking uh, like a thought in your mother's womb. There were things the Holy Spirit was going to awaken when mm -hmm. you were born. And it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So as we go forward into this season and into the fall there's some great things that God wants to unfold in your life. His purposes, his plans, his thoughts. Many people have dreams. I've had lots of them. I've heard Pastor Ann. You know, I've known Pastor Ann a long time. Mm -hmm. And I know when she was a young girl, she had a dream of being a teacher. And what did you do with that dream? I'm a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, all along the way, I was doing things that, you know, using my gifts all along the way. Uh, and, and I had to go to school to be a teacher, too. I couldn't just didn't have this dream and go, OK, I, because I want to do something, I can just go do it. Mm -hmm. No, I had to go get my certification. I had to do some <laughs> other things. Uh, but uh, but prayer and hearing him and just knowing, like even praying about getting into the university that I was going to go to and doing all those things and all the work that I did with young people. I, like I'd always been working with them mm -hmm. because I love it. And so I didn't just do it when I walked into my job. I like I was I had been doing it all along mm -hmm. and being who I was all along. Mm -hmm. And it just looked different 
when I was in elementary school versus <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> I think no matter what we're called to do, mm -hmm. there's always many, many pieces to it. Mm -hmm. Even as a pastor, I've always known that I would be in full-time ministry and that kind of service to the Lord. I've known since I was a young girl. But there were many things. I went to school for different things. I went to nursing school. Mm -hmm. I, I did mission trips. I took some Bible college. I took psychology because I had to be in nursing. So there were many different things I learned. I learned how to hunt. I learned how to fish. Why would I do that? But now I have stories to tell. Mm -hmm. You've had a, 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 an abundance of things before you became a pastor. Oh, absolutely. I, I spent my teenage years in cadets, which I've, the Lord's been able to use in my life now as a pastor. And um, I worked in the hotel and uh, tourism industry. And then I worked in, I uh, did a whole bunch of different stuff and, and volunteered with the Coast Guard and doing search and rescue and um, lots of different things that, that have have helped me uh, to, um, to get across the gospel. All of those experiences and things that I learned through those things. And it also showed, uh, as I look back through all of those things, it, 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 um, it revealed, just like Pastor Anne, just like you said, I didn't, the pastoring in me didn't just kind of come awake one day when, when I got licensed, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Hello! I've arrived! <laughs> you know, and when I look back through my life, now it was tainted before um, with the world and my, my view of God and at that time and stuff like that, but I can still see that, that, that passion for people and to see them doing well and, and being encouraged and, and helped and that kind of stuff through all of those things. You know what? I didn't realize that you had done search and rescue. Yeah. But isn't that what Jesus' call is? Yeah. <laughs> Go out to seek and save those who are lost. <laughs> yep. You didn't know you were already in the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You've had quite a walk too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it kind of meandered a little. Uh, <laughs> but yes, nonetheless. I think uh, we all did a little of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I spent right out of high school, did some time, did time actually. No. <laughs> well now, Pastor. <laughs> As a painter for a while. And then I went to school and um, I tried sales for a little while before I went back to school. I'm not a salesman. <laughs> it, it took nine months to discover that fact, but I tested that thoroughly and made that discovery. This is not for me. So I went to uh, school for a little while and uh, became an operations manager. And so I had um, some years of management experience working in the corporate world and then left that behind and uh, went back into the painting, but this time as a family business. And I have another family business that I own and operate as well. So. It's been a variety of experiences, but as far as the ministry was concerned, I didn't discover the call of God in my life until I found myself firmly planted in the body of Christ. Mm. So I never made the discovery of what God called me to while I was out there working jobs in the world. Mm -hmm. Right? I could see evidence of what God had called me to in my in the way that I lived in the world, doing you know odd different sorts of jobs. But I didn't make the discovery of what God had actually called me to mm -hmm. until I was living and serving in the body mm -hmm. of Christ, planted in a local church, helping people, you know, praying with people, um, it, just serving in the body. And then I began to discover gifts start to come out of me in that place. And I realized, hey, I'm, I'm good at this. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And so it was in that place I realized what God had called me to. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
You know, you bring up a really good point that it, it started to blossom when you when you became planted, when you got planted in a in, uh, church and, mm. and established there. And, and I can totally relate with that. You know, I, well, let's call a spade a spade. I was flaky before. Um, <laughs> in, in many ways, well. shapes and forms. And, and I wanted God, but I didn't have the word, but I had the spirit. And you know what that does. It just makes flaky and stuff. But when... When we got, as a family, when we, when we got established here at Celebration Life Church, uh, and, and then the church that I was going to before that, when I got established there, and the, the growth that started to happen in me from being planted and being established in the church was phenomenal mm-hmm. and was wonderful, and it's still happening. Um, but that, that's such an important important part of allowing your gifts that God's given you placed on the inside of you, those abilities he's given you. You want those to grow? Get planted in a church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We hear a lot of people, and probably because of pastor, they share, Mm -hmm. and and they often share, well, you know, I I don't have to go to church. God is everywhere. Yeah, he is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And no one has to go to church. Mm. No one. However, there is a great encouragement you missed the exhortation mm-hmm. I don't know about you but this world's got some nasty things in it yeah. mm-hmm. and 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 terrible times sometimes yep. and situations and it helps if I'm with other people who actually are having a good day when I'm having a rough day mm-hmm. I go I can hear them and they can help me and not just that but sometimes when things are going well then I need to and I like to be around happy people mm-hmm. I don't like to be around cranky people mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it. It's not fun. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy to to bless them and pray with them, but that's not what I mean. But that whole thing of you know, when you love someone, you know, when, you know, I've been with my husband a long time. I met him when I was in 1974, so that's been a while. <laughs> I wanted everyone to know about him. When I realized I loved him, I wanted everyone to know. Yeah, and that's that's how I feel about Jesus. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because anybody's making me. I don't have to come to church. Well, I kind of have to come to church. <laughs> pastor, I have to come. You're, going, you're, not sort of. you're kind of the senior pastor, kind the of. founding pastor. I think, yeah, I think I have to come. <laughs> but I get to. Yeah. Exactly. And you want to. I yeah. want to. Mm-hmm. I, I want to. Like, I love this guy. You got to meet him. You changed my life, you know. Uh-huh. And, and, and more than my husband, obviously. <laughs> but. <laughs> but that same, that same desire, I, I want you to meet him. I love this person. Yeah. I love this person. Yeah. And, and so now it's, and you, you meet somebody, and, and you love Jesus. And you love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you go, we love him together. This is better, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so it's, it's a different, it's, it's different. Yeah, you know, you can stay home. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. Uh, you know, even during COVID when, when we couldn't have people in the church, <laughs> um, Pastor Gwen had an amazing idea where we went out to the people and we went to their homes if they wanted us to and we, we sta- would stand in their driveway and we would sing some songs and we would have a word for them, we would pray for them. And, and that's one of the great things about being in a church is that the shepherds, the pastors want to shepherd their sheep 
and want to be there to help them. And we will find any way possible that we can within the rules of the pandemic that we had to work within. But we found a way to get to our sheep, to help them, to encourage them. And, and that's a great benefit of being in a church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to be alone. Yeah. There's this verse here in 1 Peter 2. Um, and it starts in verse 4. It starts with this. It says, Come to him then to that living stone which men tried and threw away, mm. but which is chosen and precious in God's sight. And a lot of Christians have that kind of individual experience mm -hmm. and saying, you know, I've come to Jesus. I've, he is the, he's the rock of my salvation. And mm -hmm. they're all excited. But when they stay in that place, they, you know, tend to be the you know, isolated on their own. They're mm -hmm. like, well, I, you know, God's everywhere. Like we were talking about, he can speak to me wherever I am and so on and so forth. But the very next verse says, and like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house yeah. mm -hmm. for a holy priesthood mm -hmm. and to offer up sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. So there's a place where, yes, Jesus is that living stone and, mm -hmm. and we have that personal relationship with him. But likewise, then we should have those relationships with each other yeah. mm -hmm. and because yeah. we ourselves, like him, are stones that are living, but to be built together mm -hmm. to be the house where God dwells mm -hmm. individually and corporately. It can't just be one and not the other. Mm -hmm. It's Absolutely. meant to be all together. And there's lots of Christians outside that have been uh, bricks or stones all by themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, they're not a house <laughs> that no. way. No, no, they're no. just a brick or a stone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's only when they're brought together to build that house do they find their purpose yeah. mm -hmm. in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only when it's coming together. As an individual stone out there, it has no purpose. Mm -hmm. It's when it's built together that you see, oh, this is a house. Mm -hmm. I have a purpose yeah. here. Mm -hmm. I have a place here. Mm -hmm. And it fulfills that purpose in that house. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in a similar way, there's a lot of Christians that are just, you know, the lone stone in a field yeah. and need not be because they're not doing anything any good there. Yeah. But when we're all brought together, we actually become a place where God dwells. We find our place in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want to be just a bag of nails getting ready for a house. You know? <laughs> yeah. Lots of potential, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere to go. It's like the rocking chair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of movement, but not going anywhere. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Isn't, there's another scripture that talks about, um, I, I believe it's in the Gospels, but and it says, don't forsake the gathering of the saints. Yeah. Hebrews. Hebrews. Is it Hebrews? Okay, yeah. there you go. It's in Hebrews. Um, but again, it's along that same line. Don't forsake it. Don't, don't shy away from it. There, there's such a benefit in coming into the body of Christ. The body of Christ can't function fully if you're not there. Mm -hmm. We need your peace. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We need what God has placed on the inside of you has been placed in on the inside of you for a purpose. And there's no one like you. Even if you're a twin, your twin is not exactly like you. And so you have to, that peace that God has put in you, that, that gift, that ability that God has placed on the inside of you has a purpose in the church for the church to function at its full potential, mm -hmm. at its full glory, at the fullness of what Jesus wants for it. Um, it you know, the Bible talks about, you know, if, if the eye doesn't want to be an eye, how can we see? And, and if, it, if, uh, if it doesn't have the foot, how can it walk? And, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, if, if we're not, if all the parts of the body are not there, it's not going to function properly. Right. 
And like you think about if you've hurt your toe and you're trying, I actually, back in February, I, I had quite an accident. I fell down the front outside stairs of our house and I, I, I hurt myself very badly. And I experienced what it was like to not be able to use my foot for a little while and have to be careful about how I use my foot. It, in, it inhibited me in my ability to move about. I still, I, God saved, he, I, sh I should have actually broken my foot and my ankle in how I felt, but God uh, preserved me and kept me safe and I was able to walk right afterwards and it took some time to heal completely, but the point being is that I wasn't able to function at 100% capacity because my foot wasn't at its 100% capacity. So when we're not walking in that place in our lives um, and being a part of the body, the body can't function 100%. Mm. I guess the question really that's underlying is, why don't you want to be with the others? Huh? What is it about church that is so bad or so maybe concerning, maybe you're afraid? What is it that's keeping you away from other people who, who love him? And I think that you'll have to answer that for yourselves, but mm -hmm. I think it's okay to ask because when you realize that my, there's people who would be with you, I, you know, we would be with you. We, I mean, if he did end up in the hospital, we'd go see him. Mm -hmm. And we'd find a way, even with all the other stuff going on, we'd find a way. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we would care for each other there. I, I need people. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. I don't always like everybody. <laughs> I caught you, didn't I? I'm glad I didn't take a drink. <laughs> you know, be real. We don't always like everybody. But we're not called to like people. We're called mm -hmm. to love them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Jesus loves them all. And very we, different things. Absolutely. And so chances are when you come to church, you may not, you know, click with every person there, but there'll be someone you who you can relate to besides Jesus. I mean, you can start there. That's always a good spot. You know, <laughs> you love Jesus. I love Jesus. That's a point of agreement. And, and begin there. And don't be afraid to begin there. When we're thinking about the gifts coming forth, the gifts are for you to hold up. God's given you something to be a blessing to someone else. Mm -hmm. What a great and precious thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I heard a minister say something along these lines. He says, you know, there's so many people that will, uh, in Christianity, that will go from church to church and they'll, they'll make this excuse. They'll say, you know, well, I was in this church, but it wasn't very loving. Mm. As, as that's the reason why they had to leave or for whatever reason. And they make, they make that sort of a, a claim. And this minister says, he goes, well, it should have been. You were there. Mm -hmm. And it really just flips that whole thing around. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What are you there for? Are you there just to get mm. love from other people? Or are you there to be loving towards other people? Yeah. Mm. And it flipped the whole thing around. I thought, that's a really good way of looking at that. Mm -hmm. It should have been a loving church because you should have been walking in love towards everyone that was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing that, you're not there to look and draw from everybody in the same sort of you know, in a wrong way. Mm -hmm. You're there to contribute and bless. And in the blessing, you're going to be blessed mm -hmm. yourself. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. I like that answer. That was great. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to use that. <laughs> I'm going to remember and use that. I often th hear other pastors have, have really good answers for things. And we know God's a God of answers. And Amen. I'm looking for that scripture in, in Psalm 119. 
It's the 130. Well, there it is. Look, I even have it underlined. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. It's such a, a, an important thing, I think, in, as we go forward. Mm -hmm. Many people have dreams. We have visions. We start with the blood that opens the door, but we don't just camp at the door of the cross. Yeah. Jesus is the door, and so we go through. He's given us purpose. He's given us things. We've, we've been redeemed. He's taking care of all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And now what are we going to do once we've received this great salvation? Mm -hmm. We're going to just sit in a chair, wait for God? <laughs> or is he going to unfold something in, his, in our lives mm -hmm. that he's called, that purpose, that peace yeah. that we've got to fit somewhere? Yeah. How is he going to unfold it? What are we going to do with those dreams? I want you to think about this and be praying about it, and we're going to talk some more. Could you read it out of the Amplified? Because it's so good. Psalm 119, or somebody has got the Amplified here. Somebody. 130? Yep, 130. Okay, so from the Amplified, Psalm 119, verse 130 says this, The entrance and unfolding of your words give light. Their unfolding gives understanding, which is discernment and comprehension to the simple. Hmm. So wonderful. Yeah. If you go to God, He'll unfold it. Yeah. He'll unfold mm -hmm. the purpose, the peace, mm -hmm. the gifts, mm -hmm. and what we're called to do. Let's mm -hmm. move forward with Holy Spirit as He guides us into the next for every one of us. God bless you.